Are you ready for God's word? Well, we gave you three assignments. Uh, we said that we, we wanted to help you increase your intimacy with Jesus Christ. That's what we said. And we said we can do that by, number one, start having a constant devotional life. A constant devotional life. And we said that we wanted you to uh, start memorizing uh, one scripture per month. So there will be 12 for the year 2009. Uh, and... Uh, I'm not going to ask you about a scripture today because it's not the end of the month. So we want you to uh, continue to do that because that's one of the seven priorities. And we said we wanted you to remember, uh, memorize the seven priorities. And we said that we were going to call on, a, on an adult this time because we've been calling on children. We've been calling on uh, our two in the, in the back row back there. And I'm sure one adult is ready. And I would ask you to raise your hand, but I'm sure that you will feel embarrassed, you want to be humble. So you, you say, you know what, I'm humble, so ask me, just ask me. So who should I call on? Everybody's humble, right? Okay. Okay. Uh, Elder John said he wants to do this. So uh, he, he's, he's been back there looking at that piece of paper ever since he sat down. <laughs> okay, Elder John. Uh, seven priorities of life are uh, prayer, praise, uh, worship, uh, study God's word, meditation, and sharing and confession. Okay, give him a hand. Give him a hand. Praise God. Now, thank you. Thank you, Elder John. I really appreciate that. And we're going to continue uh, to uh, with that intimacy today. And you remember the seven priorities now. What we're interested in is that you, t- you know you can't do everything in the mornings or at night or something like that. It takes all day, all week to do these seven priorities because you're memorizing, you're meditating, you're, you're studying the Word of God. And so, and you're sharing also, and you're confessing the Word of God. So what we want you to do is, uh, today, is listen very careful because I want you to learn how to use your weapons that God has given you to fight for what's yours. See, a lot of people know that they have uh, been given uh, salvation. They know that it's a free gift. They know they have uh, promises in Christ. But a lot of people just don't fight. You know, they, 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 you know you, you, I, I think we think Jesus is um, some... Uh, milk toast or something that, that all he did was just, well, you know, whatever you want to do. He's not like that, you know. He is very aggressive in the things of God. And you know that. Um, and it, anything that God, uh, the Father gave Jesus, he held on to it. He lost nothing. Nothing. No one that God gave him except the son of perdition, which it was already uh, in the plan for that. We don't want to lose our children. We don't want to lose our finances. We don't want to lose our health. We don't want to lose our mates. We don't want to lose anybody that God has given us. So let's talk about today. First of all, what's yours? Now we, we, are you in a fighting mood today? Okay, I heard five. Okay, we'll, we'll find out as, as the day goes on. Let's see how you are. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Verse 21, it says, So then, let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you. 
whether Paul, whether Apollos, whether Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or things present, or things to come, all things belong to you, and you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. It didn't say some things belong to us. It says all things belong to you. All things. Galatians 3, 26 through 29 says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. That's female, male, all of us are sons of God. It said, For all of you were baptized into Christ, have clothed yourselves with Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free man. There's neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring and heirs according to the promise. Now, I don't know about you, but I say that if we are children of God, if we are sons and daughters of God, that means that we have royalty in our blood. That means that that everything that he has... We are a part of that. That's what it tells me. Now, listen to uh, verse 6 and 7 of Galatians 4. And because you are sons, God sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then heir through God. And that tells me that we are heirs through God. Then it tells me in Romans 8, 16, 17, the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. We are heirs of God. We are joint heirs of Christ Jesus. Everything that uh, Jesus has belonged to us because we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. That tells me that we don't have to be uh, running around, you know, uh, wringing our hands out, wondering, you know, uh, how this is going to turn out, how that's going to turn out. God, what's mine? God, I don't want to be just poor. I don't want to be, you know, uh, left out of this situation. God, what's going to happen to my children? What's going to happen to this? What's going to happen to that? God says that all things belong to you. I didn't see Jesus running around. And when I read the Bible, I don't, I didn't see him running around in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. I didn't see him running around worried about who he was. I didn't see him. He knew who he was. I didn't see him concerned about taxes. I didn't see him concerned about eating. He, 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 he had a ministry. He didn't work doing that ministry, but he had a, a, a treasurer. He had somebody stealing from the treasurer. He still had money. He could feed everybody with him. He could pay his taxes. That tells me that. The father looked out for the son. That tells me that the son will look out for us. That tells me the father is going to look out for us. All things belong to us. We have to learn how to fight for what is ours. It says in Luke 10, 22, All things have been handed over to me by my father. He didn't say some things. He said all things have been handed over to me by my father and no one, Who is who the son is. No one knows the father except the son. And no one knows the son except the father. Or whoever has the son reveals to him. I want to be close to Jesus. We want intimacy with Jesus Christ. Because we want to know the father. More and more. That's what we want to do. 
And we want to love him more and more. Because it tells me that if we love him, it tells me that we're to keep his commandments. If we keep his commandments, we know that, that whatever we ask of him, we receive of him because, you know, uh, he, he loves us. He loves us. All he wants is an obedient child. Do you know that if you read the Old Testament from Genesis to um, all the way up to, uh, to get to Matthew, do you know that the children of Israel, they had only a few things to do? Only a few things. And if you want to boil it down, they only had one thing to do. What was that one thing? Really, just obey. Obey. That's it. Obey what God told them to do. That's all they had to do. Obey. That's all. Because if, if they obeyed, it already showed that they loved them. Is that correct? And we know the Ten Commandments. But he said obey. The children of Israel, we have a historical count that they had problems obeying. Is that correct? They had problems obeying. And God says that for us in the New Testament, he has given us a new heart. He has given us also the spirit of Almighty God, the spirit of Christ, that we can walk out these things even though we are walking in the flesh. Let's look at 1 Timothy 6, 12. We must fight a good and proper fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereto thou art also called and has has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Fighting is in the Bible. From Genesis on, you see aggression. Fighting is in the Bible. God wants us to fight. Not to fight uh, uh, without being right. Fight being right. And do you know that when it comes to protecting what God has given us, we are supposed to fight. Adam's problem was Adam didn't fight. He didn't fight with what was, what was his. God gave him the garden. God gave him a wife. God gave him things to do. And God says he want, wanted him to keep the garden. That means you're going to have to fight. When you're protecting something and something foreign comes in that God hasn't said need to be in there, you, it's time to fight. That's what it's time to do. And that's the same thing he's telling us. He's given us precious promises by which we can be partakers of the divine nature. So therefore, if the enemy comes and try to take that which God has given us, we are supposed to fight. But we have to fight a good fight. How do we fight? Let's look at 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. For the weapons of our warfare, this really starts out in, in verse 9, it says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. See, even though we are walking in a flesh of body, even though we are human beings, we don't fight just like the rest of the human beings fight. You know? You can look at CNN, you can see all the, the aggression that's going on. We don't fight like that. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds, casting down imagination, and, and doing what? Bringing every thought into captive. God wants us to fight. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Mighty through God, it says. Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Reasonings. Every high thing that is all itself against the knowledge of God. That's what God wants us to do. I don't think y'all in a fighting mood. Are y'all in a fighting mood? 
Y'all don't act like it. Huh? <laughs> okay. We must use God's strength and his armor in order to fight. You can't fight. What are those weapons? The weapons are not carnal, so therefore, what are they? They are spiritual. All the weapons are spiritual. And we're going to teach you today, use these spiritual weapons that God has given us. Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And he tells us, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And that might is really the strength of his strength. That's what it, what it says. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his strength. That's how we're supposed to be. We cannot be, we can't go in the weight room, lift weights, and expect that we're going to beat the devil. We cannot fight a spiritual warfare fighting in the, in the natural. We can't do it. He says, put on the whole arm of God that you may be able to do what? Stand against the wiles or the stratagems of the devil. That's what it says. So we need God's armor. You know, really, God's armor, all of it is the word of God. All of it is found in the word of God. All of it is true. All of it really has to do with what God has given us uh, to fight with. So he says that we wrestle not against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of doctrines. Uh, we don't, we don't fight against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, the powers, the rulers of doctrines, the spiritual wings in heavenly places. So therefore... We need to take on the whole arm of God that we may be able to stand on the evil day and having it done all to stand, stand having our lawns girt about with truth. What's truth? The word of God. <laughs> having our having on a breastplate of righteousness that's imputed to us. We're righteous. Satan tell you, oh, you you know, you're just a sinner, you know? Well, I'm not a sinner, you know. So don't ever call me a sinner. I'm not a sinner. I used to be. But God says I'm a saint. So you got to know what the word says. And your feet shot with the preparation of gospel of peace. And he's the prince of peace. He's the word of God. So therefore, it's still the word of God. And above all, taking a shield of faith. Oh my goodness, yes. What would you be to quench all the fiery dots of the wicked one? Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit. Oh, let's stop there. The sword of the Spirit. If we're going to take the sword of the Spirit, uh, you know I like, you know I like those uh, epic movies, you know. And you know I like swords and those battles, you know. I like those battles with swords, you know. Because I, I see it here. And that's what they were fighting with in the, in the Old Testament, spears and swords and, and hammers and things like that. You know, and I said, wow, you know, this is, this is really good. Well, what's the sword of the Spirit? The Word of God. How are you going to fight with the Word of God? You know, this battle is not just defensive. The armor is to protect you, yes. But the sword is meant for you to, to battle with. So how are you going to battle if you don't uh, know the seven priorities that you're not going to memorize Scripture? If you don't know scripture, you don't know the word of God. That means that you're going to just be praying in the natural. And he says the strength of his strength and the word of God will not return void, but it's going to accomplish everything that he has sent it for to accomplish. That's what he's going to do. So you got to know the word. 
Got to know the word. So I'll be less than a, than, 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 than a, you know, a pastor or a teacher here trying to teach you if, if I let you just slide and, and slip through life. You don't know the word. You, you're not fighting. And you're getting beat up. Not good. That's not good. You don't want the, just the, the prayer team or the, or the, the ones who, who uh, God has gifted to pray all the time. You don't want them fighting your battles all the time, do you? Do you? You want them to help you fight, but you don't want them fighting your battles all the time. Because how many, how many hours is it a day that you think you can call some of the prayer team, Ms. Dawson and the rest of them, to call and say, Hey, would you pray for me? I'm praying for this and pray for that. Pray. Man, that lady praying all the time. I call and I say, Hey, what you doing? I'm praying, you know. And I got some of them. Everybody want me to pray, you know. Hey, you better learn how to pray for yourself. You know, she'll pray in agreement with you, but you better learn how to pray for yourself. You can't call her at three o'clock in the morning when 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 darkness come, you know, around and, and, and things are not going well. You got to fall on your knees. You got to, you know, uh, pray God yourself. You have to have an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. You have to have it. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer. And supplication in the spirit. Watching there to will for all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. We're supposed to be watching for each other. We're supposed to be, you know, like in a circle. The enemy can't get in to, to the body of Christ because we're all praying for one another. It's not just one or two or three or four or five people praying, you know, on Thursdays or Sunday morning. It's a whole body praying the whole time. We're praying for one another. We're praying for the city. We're praying for the nation. We're praying for the saints. We're praying for the lost. God's house is a house of prayer. So we must have scripture memorized in order to fight. You know, I, I, I know you should get tired of getting beat up. You know? I played football. I refused to go out when I was in the 10th grade. Refused. Because they had big fellas out there. And I, <laughs> I knew what I was going to be. I was going to get beat up. Uh, and being, uh, you know, because they put all the, all the, all the, the young people on the, on the, on the defense when they got the first string offense out there. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm not going to get back. I'll wait till they graduate. <laughs> I get old enough to play. So I'll be on first team. I don't want to get beat up. How many of you like getting beat up? Let me see your hand so we can pray for you. I don't either. Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 4, verse uh, 1, he tells me that Jesus used the word of God. It says, then Jesus was led up uh, by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he began to be hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, if you are the son of God... Command these stones to become bread. See what Jesus said. It is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Then the devil took him into the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, Well, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written. See, the devil used, used part of the word also out of context. For it is written. He will command his angels concerning you and their hands will bear you up. And they shall 
and you should not, you know, strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said, on the other hand, it's written, you shall not put the Lord, your God, to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him the kingdoms of the world and all their glory. And he said to him, all these things I, I give you, if you'll fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, go, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord, your God, and serve him only. The devil left him. And behold, the angels came to begin to minister to him. How did Jesus fight the devil? With the word of God. How are you going to fight the devil? We're going to have to memorize the word then, don't we? We're going to have to meditate on the word and memorize it. We've got to get in the word and memorize it. You can't tell me, oh, you know, I don't have time. It's not a, we don't have a, a shortage of time. We have a shortage of desire. Really. We don't value, you know, really what God is telling us here. Neither did the children of Israel. He's trying to get us to value fighting in the spirit because he says that if, if you fight, you will enforce what I've already given you. He's already given us things, so we have to enforce it. Are you ready to fight? Had three that time. It's getting less and less, man. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Are y'all afraid of the devil or something? Are you sure you're ready to fight? Do you know enough word to fight? Wow. Are y'all scared I'm going to call on you or something? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. We're going to pray. To, we're going we're gonna to pray just to... Give an example of what we do when we fight. Because you got to fight in every area, on all fronts. Name some things that you need to fight for. Family. What, what do you mean your family? Okay, your money. That's your family? Okay, family and money. What's your family? You need to fight for your husband. You need to fight for your wife. You need to fight for... You know, your children. You need to fight for your, 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 you know, your mothers, your fathers, you know. Uh, you know, you need to fight for your health. You need to fight for finance. You need to fight for what else? Unsaved. Unsaved. You need to fight. You need to fight. You know? you, do you think, do you think that, that the devil's going to give up on your marriage, on your finances, you know, on your children just because you come to church? No. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. You know? It's good that you do come. Because you get encouraged to do what uh, you need to do when you leave the church, you know. But he's not giving up. He's going he's gonna to keep at us until he's chained. Then when he's loose, he's going to keep at us again until he's, he's thrown in the pit. So God expects us to fight. And now, did God lose his son? He sent him into the world. And you say, well, oh, he was God. Yes, he yes he is God, but he didn't draw on all his his divinity. He didn't he didn't draw on all that. Otherwise, we can't walk as he walked. He drew on the spirit of God. He drew on the word of God. He drew on what he knew who he, he knew who he was. Do you know who you are? You are powerful. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are powerful. The devil is afraid of you. 
He's afraid that you're going to find out who you are. That's what he's afraid of. Because if you find out who you are, then he's, he's had it. Because you're still fighting for who you are. You know? And we'll fight for what's yours. How many of you have any, any uh, children that you want to be men and women of God? Well, that's, that's, uh, I think that's a good place to fight this morning. Uh, we could fight for a lot of different things. We're going to just fight for our children today, okay? All right? You, you want to do it? Okay. I'm going to ask my wife to lead us. Will you come up and lead us, babe? I think it's on. It is on. It's on? It's on. Okay. Okay, we're going we're gonna to fight. And, you know, you can join in. Um, you can uh, be in agreement. And we're going to fight. Uh, if she um, a little slack in, in, in the sentence or something, she, you jump in there. I jump in there. You know, we're going we're gonna to fight a little bit. Okay? Are you all okay with fighting? Is this okay in a church to fight? Okay. Just want to know. You know. Okay. y'all bow your heads and come in agreement with me as we pray for our children. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you that your promises are yea and amen. And Lord, you said in your word that no weapon formed against our children will prosper. Right, yes. And every tongue that rises against them in judgment, they shall condemn. For this is their heritage of the Lord and their righteousness of you, Father. Lord, you said that that the children are heritage of yours, Lord. Yes, they are. And the fruit of the womb is your reward, Father. So, Lord, we speak protection over our children in the yes, name of Lord. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Lord, we thank that your, your promises are yea and amen, Father. And we thank yes, for the Lord. blood of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And we apply the blood mm. of Jesus yes. to our children right now, Father. Mm. Lord, we apply the blood of Jesus to the top, from the top of their heads to the yes, bottom of their Lord. feet, Lord. Yes, Lord. God, we apply the blood to their minds, will, and emotions, Father. Mm-hmm. Lord, that Satan would have no place, Lord, to come against their minds, Father. Yes, Lord, Lord, that their minds are created for your glory, Father. And yes, we say, Lord. Lord, that you have a perfect plan and purpose yes, for each one of our children, God. Yes, and we stand in mm-hmm. the gap for them, Father. Yes, and, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you said that we pray according to your will, that we have anything, we ask anything we, we desire of the Father, we shall yes, be given Lord. unto us, Father. Yes, and, Lord, we yes, ask and desire that you keep and protect the heritage, Lord, that you said is yours, Father. Yes, Lord, we ask, God, as our children go out, mm, Lord, mm. that they are blessed going, yes, going out and blessed coming yes, in, that they're the head Bless and them, not the tail, above right. only and not beneath, yes, Lord. Lord. Mm-hmm. We thank you, Father, that, Lord, that you've gone before them, God, mm-hmm. and we say and we speak over them, God, that yes, they're blessed, Lord, that they walk if not in the counsel of their ungodly, nor yes, stand in the way of the sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, that's right, but their that's delight right. is in the law of the Lord. Yes, it is, And Lord. in your law, yes. Father, they meditate day and night. Day and night. And they like children, they like seeds planted by the rivers of water, that bring forth their yes, fruit Lord, in their in the season, God. Jesus. And their leaf shall not yes, wither, Lord. and whatsoever they do Lord. shall prosper in, in the children, name Lord. of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you, God. Yes, we thank Thank you, Father, that you, Lord, that yes, you go Lord. before them, God, that they're blessed going yes, out and blessed coming yes, in. Lord, Lord we mm-hmm. thank you, Father, that, that um, yes. Lord, you said that they're the meek 
and they shall inherit the earth, Lord. Yes, Lord. That they're blessed, God. Yes, that they Lord. that they hunger and thirst after yes, righteousness, and they you, shall be filled, Lord. Thank you, we thank you, Father, that they seek thank first you, the kingdom of God and your righteousness, yes, Lord. Lord. Yes, Lord. And all these things that you promise will be added yes, unto them, will. Father, will, in yes, Jesus' Lord. name. Thank and Lord, we you, ask, Father. God, that our mm-hmm. children be clothed in the righteousness of God, Lord. Yes, Lord. We thank that Jesus has been made unto them unto them wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Yes, Lord. Father, yes, we Lord. pray that over them, God, yes, and we Lord. thank you, Lord, that you Jesus. watch over your word to perform it yes, in Lord. our children's lives, God. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, yes, we Lord. thank you, Lord, that you yes, go before Lord. them, that, that the covenant blessings are yes, upon Lord. our children, God. Yes, it is. We Lord. thank that the Abrahamic covenant, yes, the nomadic covenant, the covenant ratified in the blood of Jesus yes, Christ Lord. is upon our children, yes. Father, that mm. they have dominion, they're blessed, yes, Father, they have dominion, yes. Father, of the fish of the sea, the fowl, the air, and everything that walks upon this earth, that they have dominion in the name of Jesus. Lord, that you said that our children will possess the gates of the enemy. That's right. And Lord, we thank you for it, Father, that they walk in divine healing, divine health, and divine protection, Father. They walk in wisdom, understanding, deception, revelation, Father, because they're Christ and Abraham's seed and heirs to the promise. Yes, Lord. God, we yes, thank Lord. you, Lord. We thank you, yes, Father, Lord. that you watch over your word, Lord. Yes, Lord. And God, you said it will not return unto you, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we yes, thank Lord. you for it in Jesus' in name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now, you can do that at home. You can do that over your mate. You can do that over your um, relatives. You can do that over your finances. You don't have to let the enemy steal, kill, and destroy. The Bible has everything that you need to fight with. I don't care whether your, the, 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 your loved one is unsaved. I don't care if your mate is unsaved. I don't care if your finances have hit rock bottom and you have to file for bankruptcy. It doesn't matter. God has a word in there that will bring you out. Every person that he ever uh, called his own, from Genesis to Revelation, he said that even though they, they went, un, even though they sinned and went into captivity, he said, "I'm gonna bring them out." He said he's gonna bring them out before he, they even went in. He said, "I'm gonna bring them out." So don't tell me that that you can't fight for somebody. There's no hope for for this person right here. Uh, the last person said, "I want no hope for him." The person got saved because there's always hope if it's Jesus Christ there. You see? So you can fight for your grandchildren, you can fight for your children, you can fight for your mate, you can fight for your finances. If you get in the Word and learn the Word, and, uh, and if, you don't have, if, if you don't know the Word, we have prayer cards for you. We got a prayer card for your healing, you got prayer cards for your for wives, you got tra- prayer cards for a husband, you got prayer cards for everybody that you want. We got prayer cards for, and all you have to do is thumb through those things and just quote it, and just walk this, just the room and walk the house. Anoint the house with the blood of Jesus. We take the olive oil and just anoint our, over our doorways. We, we do that because we're fighting for our children. You know what I'm saying? We're fighting for our mates. We're fighting for, uh, you know, our kids go to school. They talk humanism. They talk evolution. They, they, all this kind of stuff. You better fight for your children. Do you hear what I'm saying? Don't let the enemy just steal your children, your grandchildren, your mates. Don't let them steal your finances. Fight for them. Do you hear what I'm saying? Fight for them. Husband and wife, if you're married, my goodness gracious, a great time for agreement, a prayer of agreement. Instead of two of you touching a thing on earth, it'll be done for you. The word of God is for everybody. Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay. We said we wanted to fight today, teach you how to fight. So we gave an example, and we do what we do. 
and you said, well, I don't have time. It's not a time constraint. It's not. You have plenty of time. We just have to prioritize our time. Okay? Our children are important. They are very important. Our mates are important. Our marriages are important. You know, when we stood before God, we made vows before God. So therefore, we got to hold on to what's ours. So it's fighting time when the enemy tries to take something. It's fighting time. He ain't going to take nothing that's mine. You know? Because I'm going to fight. My wife's going to fight. And I'm going to get you to fight with me. And then I'll fight. And, and we're, we're fighting with you. But you're going to have to fight for yourself. Okay? You still love me? Okay. Just want to make sure. Now, uh, today, if you're going to, if you're going to fight that kind of warfare, don't be deceived. The Word of God is the only thing that's going to protect you. Um, my wife wasn't taught that when we first came into Christianity. And she, um, man, she, she was just marching up and down the, in the house. I was at school and um, one nobody at home, I think just you and Brandy, I think was at home at the time. Because uh, she was uh, about, I think, was she, she, it was one year before she was at home. I think she was in, in, she was in kindergarten. She was in kindergarten, and you started. Then she came home the next year, and you were still fighting. And, uh, but she didn't get in the Word. You know? Nobody told her to get in the Word and get, get you know, strong in the Word of God. She, okay, let me let you tell her then so I won't be sitting here lying. <laughs> uh, I don't want to be like Chad. <laughs> get up. <laughs> get that up. Get home and talk about an ugly bowl, you know? <laughs> no, I was in the Word, but I wasn't in the Word the way I should have been because of what I had started doing. Because no one taught me the importance of the Word and that you have to have your, your mind renewed to the Word. You've got to get the fear out because you have to have faith. Well, I, had, I was interceding because I was interceding for the loss at that time and really doing a lot of heavy warfare that I wasn't prepared to do. And that's not wise to do heavy warfare when you're not prepared to do heavy warfare because you have an enemy that is much smarter than, you know, any of us. Only through Christ can we stand against the enemy. So, you know, so I wasn't, uh, I didn't have my mind renewed like it should have been. And I didn't realize that I had a lot of fear in my life and just from growing up. And, you know, Satan brings a lot of fear into you. Just uh, That's why you pray for your children, keep fear away from them. Um, but... Um, and so I, so when I came under attack, a spiritual t- fear came forth instead of the faith coming forth like it should have. Uh, I had plenty of faith, but uh, but it wasn't the fear. I guess I don't know what exactly caused that, but uh, the fear was so uh, uh, at that time uh, powerful that uh, it caused me to to fall into to fear into a place where. The fear was operating more so than the faith, in other words. And when fear operates, that's when the enemy has you. You know, God works through faith. He doesn't work through fear. He works through faith. So you have to really be wise. And But the thing is, it it doesn't matter. All of us are in warfare, whether we want to be or not. So so you don't have a choice, really. You know, if you want to be victorious in the Lord, it's 
you, you need to, to have the word of God in, in your heart like it should be so that you can stand against the thing. And it's, it's not always for, you, it's for your children, it's for the lost, it's for whatever God calls you to do because you know, all of us are standing in a battle because he said that, you know, that we're to fight the good fight of faith. Well, well evidently we're in a battle if we have to fight. So, so we just have to be wise and do the things that we need to do and know that, you know, uh, God, we're going to have the victory if we just stand. We always have the victory in Christ. See, when you start praying like that and the enemy, he'll try to scare you, you know. He come as an angel of light, you know. He manifests himself, and that dude is he, he, he's, he's not he, he's not gonna give up on your children, your grandchildren, your marriages, your finances. He's not gonna give up. So he'll try to frighten you if you're doing some damage. And Monero was doing some damage because uh, she was praying for the loss, and um, he didn't like that at all. So he he didn't like for you to take what he is either. But see, the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. So that means that we're going to come in and we're going to knock the gates down. If we get the gates down, we come in and we destroy the whole city and take all the goods back out. You see? That's what we need to do. Now, first of all, you've got to be saved, though. You, you, you can't get in this warfare and you're not saved. So if anybody here, I mean, we're getting ready to take um, a fellowship meal, a communion, a partnership meal, because we're partnering with Jesus Christ in this, in this thing. Uh, you need to really have your life um, are dedicated to him. So if there's anybody that's not saved here, uh, uh, we want to uh, pray for you. Anybody say, not saved, raise your hand and we want to pray for you. Anybody here? Anybody that's not, not uh, saved uh, or saved and you just, you know you're not walking like you're supposed to walk uh, because there's no need to take communion, you know, if you're not in, in fellowship with him. It's a fellowship meal. There's no fellowship is not fellowship with Jesus Christ. We have fellowship with one another because our fellowship is with Jesus Christ. And see, we can't walk in darkness in fellowship with Jesus Christ because there's no darkness in him. Okay? So if anyone here is want to uh, pray and get yourself right before we take the meal, then uh, Alice is going to play a little soft music. Uh, you need to uh, search yourselves, judge yourselves, that you be not judged. And then the, uh, the ushers are going to pass the, the elements around because we are serious in partnership with Jesus Christ. We're serious. Serious. That's what this meal is, a partnership meal. Communion, fellowship means the same thing. If you're sin, you just ask God to forgive you. Says and you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive your sins and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. That's the word of God. you to hear this message and he definitely doesn't want you to do what the message says he's going to try his best to get you not to do it because God's going to by his spirit 
I'll try to encourage you, to motivate you to do it. If you do it, you will see a change in your circumstances. You will see a change. God's word now we're going to return void. You will see a change. Where it said that, that what we have seen and heard we proclaim to you also that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship was with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things are right so that your joy and our joy may be made complete. This is a message we have heard from him and announced to you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And if we say that we have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we are in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. As often as we take this meal, we remember the Lord's death until he returns. The Lord's body broken for you. Let's take together. The Lord's blood shed for you. Let's stand.